0: Hi, I'm Luisa Portugal.
1: And I'm Ria Almeida. This is our show where we talk about coronavirus-related policy issues as we try to navigate this crazy pandemic with you.
0: Today with us, we have Abe Nelson and Alexis Richards, two first-year MPA PNP students specializing in advocacy and political action. They are here to answer some questions about vote-by-mail in the upcoming 2020 presidential elections. Welcome
1: to CoronaCast, a Wagner Review podcast series. Ria,
0: I can't believe it. It's summer break. We made it. We are on the other
1: side. (laughs) I know. Congratulations on surviving finals week. To everyone listening, I hope you have an amazing start to the summer. Yeah, we also
0: wanted to thank everyone. The reception that the podcast got was amazing. It surpassed all of our expectations.
1: In fact, so much so that we're going to keep it going through the summer. There will be new episodes every Tuesday that you can catch on the Wagner Review. We're even trying to get them on iTunes and Spotify soon. But before I go over to our guests, why don't we talk about the news this week, Ria? Okay, the most important news this week has to be Dr. Fauci and Dr. Redfield warning Senate about the risks of reopening too soon. They said, and I quote, that the pandemic was far from being contained.
0: Yeah, and apparently President Trump thinks this is unacceptable,
1: as if facts could just be changed because he doesn't like them. (laughs) Well, regardless of these warnings, two-thirds of states in the U.S. and some regions of New York are phasing in their reopening. I don't know what this means. I guess we'll just have to wait and see what consequences can be in the long run. Yeah,
0: but for a change, let's go over some good news, okay? Yes, please. (laughs) So, the first vaccine being tested on people actually has been showing some promising initial results. So I guess that's good news. That's great news. Yeah, and also the FDA has granted emergency clearing for a new home test kit. The test will probably be available later
1: this month and it will cost $135. Okay, I will start saving up for that home test kit. In other good news, Portugal is giving migrants and asylum seekers full citizenship during the pandemic, giving them full access to the country's healthcare system. Are you telling
0: me that migrants in Portugal won't have to pay $135 for a test kit?
1: Well, pretty much, yeah. Uh, I think we also really need this vaccine to get released soon, for many reasons, but one of them being, President Trump is talking about hydroxychloroquine again, even admitting to having taken it himself to ward off the disease. Look, I'm sure
0: everyone here is aware of that, but let's just say one more time, clinical trials have shown no evidence of positive results with this medicine, and in fact, there is possibility of some very serious side effects. So just
1: don't take it, okay? Yeah, I think the bottom line here can be, trust experts. One more time, Trust Experts. (laughs) So that's the week's update. And now for the real reason you tuned in.
0: Our guest today, Abe, is interested in criminal justice reform and previously worked at the NYC Mayor's Office of Criminal Justice. Outside of Wagner, Abe works at the NYU Pharma Center. He's an election junkie and has been following real clear politics
1: polling data nonstop. Also joining us today is Alexis, another election junkie who supported Elizabeth Warren's campaign this winter in Iowa. She currently works at the New York City Council with Councilmember Carlina Rivera and will be volunteering at the 2020 election booths in New York City. So, we've invited you both here today to talk about your political obsessions. For starters, what is the vote-by-mail policy, and why is it important in the context of coronavirus?
2: Universal vote-by-mail in its most simple form is just the ability for every voting-eligible resident in the country to be able to cast their vote in their upcoming elections by mail. The reason why we talk about universal vote-by-mail is because, as the current system exists, a lot of people have to actually apply for and request an absentee ballot online or through their Board of Elections office, which, you know, we just feel adds a lot of additional friction to the process of actually getting your ballot, whereas when you can vote in person, you just show up.
0: What I'm getting from this is that we already have some form of voting by mail in the U.S.
2: The way it currently stands is that in a lot of states you have to provide a verifiable reason for why you need an absentee ballot. For the most part it tends to be you'll be out of state on election day, um, you have some sort of illness or disability that prevents you from going to the polls, anything like that, but usually you have to include that in your absentee ballot form. There's actually been a lot of really interesting conversations around this going on right now. For example in Texas, which is where um, I'll be working this summer, In Texas, the actual state law says that a disability can be anything that would prevent you from going out to the polling place because it would potentially damage your health. And so, under that de- definition, coronavirus is in fact a disability. The fact, the general existence of a pandemic can qualify as a disability. The problem is that um, the GOP-led state down in Texas doesn't want that to be considered a disability. And also, it's hard for you know Texans who don't want to feel like they're lying. But I think Abe and I both agree that universal vote by mail in this context is not. It's not just about you know, trying to get more Democrats to the polls. It's not necessarily even about voting. What it's really about is that the COVID-19 pandemic is a public health issue and that the ability to vote is integral to the success of our democracy, which is what people like us so desperately are trying to protect.
3: Every state, you can vote by mail in some way. Uh, 28 or 29, you don't need an excuse to vote absentee. Uh, and then five have universal vote by mail where you're automatically sent a ballot. So that's Washington and Oregon, uh, which are both relatively blue states, uh, Hawaii, which is a very blue state, Utah, very Republican state, and Colorado, which is a purple state. There's a range of political uh, opinions represented in the states that already have universal vote by mail. And on top of that, California recently announced that they are going to be implementing universal vote by mail uh, in advance of the November general election. And California is a very blue state. It is going to vote for whoever the Democratic nominee is. And we still think that this is a tremendous victory because that means um, that's about one in eight people in the country live in California. So a huge number of people won't have to choose between their health and their right to vote in November.
0: It looks like California has everything figured out. But in April, we had our first in-person primaries of the coronavirus
2: era in Wisconsin. What happened there? Can you talk to us about this? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I would say first and foremost, the Wisconsin primary kind of is criminal in its um, complete disregard for the health and safety of Wisconsinites. But essentially what happened is that the Republicans forced an in-person election that the Democratic governor tried to postpone, mostly because of a Supreme Court seat that they believed that the Republican incumbent would win. Only five polling locations in Milwaukee ended up being able to be opened because of the pandemic. There are usually over 180 polling locations in Milwaukee. It's a big urban location. So because of that, we saw crowds at polling sites. We saw long, long lines of people. And this wasn't just in Milwaukee. It was across Wisconsin, but, you know, using Milwaukee as a case study. And as of right now, there are at least 52 cases of COVID-19 tied to the Wisconsin elections.
1: So how would that look different if we had a universal
2: vote-by-mail policy? You know, it's kind of stemming from a a quote from everyone's favorite uh, voting rights advocate, Stacey Abrams. But the idea is that if we can break down those numbers by increasing early voting and increasing universal vote-by-mail, then the situation at the actual poll sites on election days will be that much safer. Um, You mentioned earlier, like, yes, I am a poll worker. I'm probably the only poll worker under the age of 60 at my poll site. Like, these are people who are at-risk populations and who do sort of deserve the ability to serve their country in this way as a poll site volunteer while not also putting themselves at risk.
0: Your answer makes it clear how important it is to have a universal voting by mail policy what are the concerns of the opposition?
3: The first one is that there are logistical issues with getting universal vote-by-mail up and running. Uh, it can easily cost $2 billion, is kind of the amount that you see most experts pointing to. Uh, because So 45 states, other than the five that already have universal vote-by-mail, will have to get systems in place to be able to carry out the elections safely, uh, make sure that they're verifying signatures, things like that, processing way more uh, mail-in balance than they're used to. So those are very real uh, concerns. So you
1: mentioned that this could cost $2 billion. Where would that money come from?
3: Uh, So $400 million were included in the first coronavirus stimulus package, um, which are grants to states to help with election security and just running elections. Uh, And in the next round that the Democrats just uh, passed through the House, there would be an additional $3.6 billion uh, not necessarily allocated allocated to vote by mail but to help states run their elections.
0: One argument that we hear a lot it's about the partisan divide and how voting by mail would benefit Democrats. What did you say about that?
3: there's no absolutely no evidence that uh, there is a partisan advantage for Democrats if there is vote by mail uh, if vote by mail is expanded so um, for example Colorado first, implemented universal vote by mail in 2014. That year, they elected a Republican senator and Republicans won three out of four statewide elections. Uh, Florida, as a state, Republican operatives have long pushed vote by mail as an option because they want older voters to be able to vote by mail to increase that turnout, which they think will benefit them uh, electorally. The Republican Secretary of State of Ohio has said that this is I'll say BS because I don't know what our rules are on swearing. Yes. <laughs> we can
1: beep it out. It's okay.
3: <laughs> no, he he pointed out Ohio had the highest turnout they've ever had in a presidential election in 2016 and the highest turnout they've had in a gubernatorial election in 2018. Republicans rocked both of those elections. So there is evidence that voting by mail increases voter turnout. Colorado has you know 75% voter turnout in presidential elections. That's great. But there's no evidence that it gives a partisan advantage. Uh, And also just to kind of cap that off, 72% of voters say that they are in favor of voting by mail as an option if coronavirus is an issue in the fall, which it's going to be, unfortunately.
2: As we've been saying, universal vote by mail is simply about your general constitutional right to vote. It has nothing to do with political party affiliation or political view, the unfortunate reality is that the current administration has politicized universal vote by mail and has turned it into a passion issue that they claim is against one party and for another. But as Abe said and carried through the, the data and the reporting and the anecdotal evidence proves that that's, it's just simply not true.
1: Another opposition argument that we've heard is there could be fraud in vote by mail. Uh, President Trump also mentioned 28 million vote-by-mail ballots that went missing over the last four general elections. What can you tell us about
3: that? The fraudulent argument is similarly deeply, deeply flawed. So the 28 missing ballots you'll hear about, there was a great investigation that was done by, let me make sure I get their name right, uh, the National Vote at Home Institute pointed out that those are ballots that are either automatically mailed to people in universal vote-by-mail states or absentee ballots that are requested that then aren't returned. So saying that those ballots are missing is like saying that the 250 million people who didn't vote in person between 2012 and 2018 are also missing. So it's it's just a flawed and specious argument. Uh, on top of that, uh, Oregon, which has universal vote by mail, has 12 confirmed cases of voter mail fraud out of 100 million ballots cast since 2000. So, I'm not the best mathematician, but I know that 12 out of 100 million is not a lot. Small uh, percentage. <laughs> it's a very, very small percentage. Uh, on top of that, President Trump convened a voter fraud task force to get to the bottom of all this fraudulent voting. Uh, President Trump, who by the way voted by mail in Florida back in March, uh, said that you know millions of illegal immigrants voted in 2016, and that's why Hillary Clinton won the popular vote. Uh, He says that there will never be a Republican elected again if vote vote by mail is expanded. And so uh, convened his voter fraud task force, which he then had to dissolve in 2018 because they couldn't find widespread voter fraud.
0: Universal voting by mail. Is this a federal issue? Is it a local issue? Who is responsible for that?
2: Elections are handled at the state level. Um, but also if the federal government is earmarking funds for elections, they do have the power in that phase four coronavirus relief plan to say what it should be earmarked for. When we're in, honestly, a global crisis, it's an emergency, it's a pandemic. This is the time where we do want our federal government to step in and make certain decisions on behalf of the states which is not to say to get rid of anyone's right to do what they want to do but more to say that if the federal government is already going to say we are giving 3.6 billion dollars to the states the federal government gets to also say how that is spent
1: what is the best strategy is it online campaigning is it lobbying with the right stakeholders what would the strategy be to make this a policy reality
2: As far as on the individual level, like people like Abe and I who are already super passionate about this issue, we're making phone calls, right? Calling anyone who will listen, like calling Congress. We've mentioned, maybe not, but Vote Safe America is the safe voting arm of Crooked Media, which if you're an election junkie like us, you're probably all too familiar with, but also Stacey Abrams' Fair Fight and Michelle Obama has When We All Vote. These are all organizations that currently are pushing for safe elections in the face of coronavirus. And a lot of them have opportunities on their websites for you to either get a draft script to call your electeds, Vote Safe America has a really innovative call tool, where if you put in your address, they will call you back and then immediately patch you through to all of your relevant elected officials, with a script that you can read directly, just making sure and putting the pressure on that you want your electeds to consider universal vote by mail in 2020.
3: To the extent that you're able, being able to donate to the organizations that are fighting for voter access. And so um, uh, Vote Safe America has a, uh, is it the Coronavirus Relief Fund, I think? And then also uh, Fair Fight, uh, Stacey Abrams' group, uh, the ACLU is carrying out a lot of court cases uh, against states, particularly those that already had a history of really egregious voter suppression. Uh, So there are definitely legal battles that are going to be fought over this. And so to the extent that you're able, um, being able to donate to groups like that can also make a difference.
1: This is a crucial election year, especially in the backdrop of this pandemic. People have been calling it a make or break election. Vote by mail is a great initiative that might help increase voter turnout and just provide safer avenues for people to vote. What are some of the other things that we can do
2: to increase voter turnout outside of vote by mail? Phone banking and text banking is really great. There are lots of organizations you can do that for. Abe mentioned the ACLU, their people power texting team is really straightforward they set you up on a Slack channel, you get a batch of text to send and you just go and just talk about it with people. I think the more that we're able to have this conversation about the importance of this election year, the importance of this pandemic, the importance of the ability to vote in the middle of a public health crisis, because that's your right, I think the better chance we'll have at securing really strong voter turnout. Be, pa- be passionate about that. Be excited to vote. Be excited to get your friends and family members to vote too. It's such honestly it's a privilege that we're able to do it and we need to be able to protect that privilege as much as humanly possible and universal vote by mail is the way we're going to do it it's the way we're going to get what we want in november regardless of what that is it really is our best way to fight especially as we're conform- uh, confined to our homes so i would hope that after hearing all of this people are inspired to get out and tweet or make a donation or call their electeds, whatever they need to do, um, just to make sure that we can get this critical protection for all registered voters in America by November.
1: What a great note to end on. A big thank you, Abe and Alexis, for being guests on our show and for being the political junkies that the world needs right now. And thank
0: you for listening. If you want to take part in the discussions as they happen, reach out to the Wagner Review email address below to join our student-led weekly coronavirus meetings.
1: And we'll see you next week on Coronacast, a Wagner Review podcast series.